This is Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number 9 Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Plains Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Debt, Elticon Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, the Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, at Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. Here's Joe Taylor. We welcome you to Northside ISD Sports Gym here on the northwest side of San Antonio, the site of the 6A state semifinal between the Westlake Chaparrales and the Atascocita Eagles. This one for the right to play for a state championship on Saturday night at 7 o'clock in the Alamo Dome. Good afternoon. I'm Joe Taylor. We're on live with you here on the Westlake Shap app and westlakeshaps.com for tonight's matchup. And what a matchup it is. The champions of Region 3 against the champions of Region 4. At the same time, actually a little bit later on this evening, I should say, it's actually a 7 o'clock tip uh, going on as Duncanville and Richardson ballot out. Region 1 and Region 2 play in their half of the state semifinal. Again, for that right to play for the state championship. This is Westlake's second trip to the state title in program history. Of course, the last coming in the 2017-2018 season when the Westlake Chaparrales lost to Allen. That was the night Allen shot the lights out of the gym, folks. And uh, Westlake with a very nice season that included a district championship. And that end ran dry at the state semifinal game. But for the Atascocita Eagles... This is probably the deepest team that Westlake has faced, and a number of very good players that span David Martinez's roster. Tom Hart III is a six-foot senior point guard. He scores just under 10 points per ball game. Christian Ashby, a six-foot-two senior shooting guard, 38% from three-point land during his run in the playoffs. Hart, right-handed point guard, guy who can run the floor. He's a leader. He's the primary ball handle. You hear his name quite a lot. He uses that speed and strength to get to the rim. He creates the offense, and that is where Westlake has fell victim sometimes, a guy that can really penetrate, get into the lane, and then find open players. And we have to talk about the post play because one of the things that Atascacita brings to the table is a very good play down low, and it starts with Caleb Pouncey, a six foot seven junior post player, not asked to score a whole lot. He's averaging just under five points per ball game, but it's what he's able to do underneath the rim. He is a 6 of 12 shooter from the free throw line during the playoff run, but he is a guy that defends well, rebounds well. Terrell Randolph comes off the bench. That is another gentleman that can rack up the offensive boards, and that's really the difference in the game is who can dominate the glass. And, of course, when it comes to Westlake's game, offensive rebounds are where it's at. They have consistently been around 13, 14, 16, 17, 19 offensive rebounds throughout the course of the playoffs. That has been the most impressive stat, their ability to get second-chance points, and it starts down low with K.J. Adams, his ability to create offense in the post, his ability to find teammates open on the outside, and uh, what else can you say about a guy like Nakari Gahan, who had a career game along with K.J. Adams, scoring 19 points in uh, the region final over Clark. 19.7 rebounds and assists, two blocks against Clark as he came off the bench. 
And, of course, K.J. Adams, 19 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a three blocks in that ballgame versus Clark as he shot 47% from the field. So, really, it's a tale of big men and how the guard play responds. But it is a deep Atascacita Eagles squad and, of course, a very well-rounded Westlake Chaparral squad as well with plenty of depth themselves. We look forward to this matchup on the other side of this break. It's the shoot-around with Robert Lucero, and it starts next, again, ahead of the 6A state semifinal. It's the Westlake Chaparrales and the Atascacita Eagles, and it's coming your way live from Northside ISD Sports Gym in San Antonio. I'm Joe Taylor, and this is Westlake Basketball. Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. taking place before the state semifinal game. Second time in the school history that Westlake has made it to the Final Four. We've talked about the road to get here, and, and culture class this year has taken on a whole new meeting because of COVID-19 protocols. If you would, take us through this week of preparation, coming off the big win on Friday night and being able to reload for this game against Atascacita. Uh, so Saturday, um, we had a little bit later practice at 11. That way we could get through some film work. Um, Coach uh, Plonko it, uh, had already started in cutting up most of Atascacita, uh, but I hadn't watched any of it. So, you know, we did the good and the corrections from the night before uh, from the Clark game. So that takes a little bit of time just to, to watch it all and get it clipped. And then wanted to learn a little bit about Atascacita before uh, our practice. It was more of a walkthrough, shoot-around practice, and then we walked through some of their actions. Um, and then uh, yesterday um, we had a media day at 12, which was good. That way we, uh, you know, after school when we came in at, at 5, it was – um, it was just about us. It wasn't anybody else in the gym, no distractions. And then we got through the Tascacita film. Um, and then we had a practice, you know, they're, they're a really good team, a little bit more dribble drive oriented. Um, so they got several guys that can get to the basket and spread you out and some, uh, some guys that can shoot the ball at a high rate. Um, they do have some bigs, uh, also, uh, their bigs, not, not necessarily scoring bigs, uh, but what, one thing that they do really well is they re, re really rebound the basketball. So yeah. we got to make sure that we keep them off the glass. Yeah. That was my first uh, thought is when you look at this matchup, you always look for the big men because that's where Westlake has really dominated this playoff season is not only just on the glass in general, but on the offensive side of the glass. And you look at Caleb Pouncey, you look at TJ Randolph. Those are the bigs that you mentioned Randolph, of course, sometimes off the bench and in noticing 
some minor difficulties with Atascacita is sometimes you don't know who is going to take over. There's no one person on this team. They do. They're a very well-rounded team, and, and everybody seems to accept their role. Is that what you've seen on film, and yeah. how does that transfer to how you defend them? Yeah, they, they play, uh, you know, eight or nine deep. Um, some of the closer games in the playoffs, they didn't go quite as deep, um, but they're up-tempo uh, offensively and defensively uh, in the full court with tons of pressure. So, in order to play that style, uh, they'll throw multiple guys at you. Uh, and and so the, because of the minutes, it also spreads out their scoring. So they have four or five guys that are right around, you know, seven, eight, nine points. Um, and a couple guys come off the bench that are right around eight or nine points. So, you know, pretty deep team. Um, when they do sub, if they're a little bit smaller, you'll see how our matchups, uh, um, what happens with our matchups. Because um, if they downsize their lineup, we'd like to try to stay big um, with, with KJ and uh, P or KJ and Nakari. Um, that means one of those guys will be guarding a little bit more of the perimeter, but they've had some practice at that all year. I think also you look at what uh, guys have been able to do with opportunities. We talked about this prior to the region final with Clark. Coming off that game, you really saw guys take advantage of their opportunities when they've had them, and none more off the bench than Nakari Gehan. Nakari scored 19 points, seven boards, also dished out a few assists as well. So that inside-out game really starting to uh, come of age, and it seems like Nakari's really accepted his role as the other big with KJ, and it really seems like his confidence is growing. That seems to be a part of everybody that comes off the bench where there's not necessarily a scoring role every trip down the floor they're ready and able with their opportunity I think of as far as identifying that opportunity you think of Preston Clark's three you know the guy hadn't really taken a three all the playoffs and then finally buries one because he comes open it's really this idea of team basketball that's really propelled this playoff run yeah and you know we all have similar roles when it comes to uh, defending and rebounding and you know everybody's job is to defend and rebound and then it's everybody's job to uh, take the shots that are good for the team uh, and so when you get down to it like uh, everybody's role is the same on the team you know you come every day you work hard uh, you defend your butt off you rebound uh, and then you take the shots that you're supposed to take the shots you're supposed to take might be different than the shots somebody else is supposed to take um, but that's still uh, you know everybody's role is pretty similar in that sense you speak of roles and as a final thought you said something at the end of the broadcast and after the game was over that really has stuck with me and I know that in our community you, you look at certain things that a coach says these guys won this game speaking of the region final yesterday in practice it really speaks to guys like Rohan Gudapali, Michael Bustamante, Alex Gilbreth, even Jaden Greathouse guys that that compete every single day in practice that give you that look and that push the starters and the guys that, that are in the main rotation to be better every single day. Yeah, we have, and we have a ton of those guys that uh, Davis, Ty, you know, Javante, you know, hasn't even played uh, at all this year. Uh, Zane Schramm, uh, Donnie's minutes have been down and he still comes work uh, to work every day. And so, you know, one of the things I, I've heard, you know, as long as I've been a head coach is why do you carry so many guys? That's just, you know, five sets of parents that, uh, that you're going to have to worry about. And, and for us, it's the opposite. You know, those five guys that allow us to practice um, three teams of five at a varsity level is what allows us to compete and get ready for games. So it's actually the strength of our team. Coach, as always, thanks for the Thank time you. and good luck. Thank you. That's the shoot around with Robert Lucero, and it's presented by Plains Capital Bank. When we come back, the starting lineups and the tip-off live from Northside ISD Gym on the northwest side of San Antonio. It's the 6A state semifinal between the Westlake Chaparrales and the Itasca City Eagles. This is Westlake Basketball. 
Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters. And with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your work. Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology provides mental health care and sports psychology services in West Austin. APCP is owned and operated by Dr. Mike Johnson, a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas. Dr. Johnson has worked with elite college student-athletes at the University of Arkansas and Kansas State University, as well as with U.S. Special Forces. Whether you're a student-athlete looking to improve your confidence or a professional experiencing career challenges, make an appointment today at austinperformancepsych.com. That's Austin Performance PSY. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Joe Taylor joining you live here from North Northside ISD Sports Gym. As we give you the starting lineups first for the Westlake Chaparrales, they are the visitor, 29-1. And Robert Lucero's seventh season, he's amassed 207 wins, 33 losses, 95-7 district record, and, of course, the six consecutive district titles. And we take a look at the starting lineups. It'll be 6-5 senior Cade Mankle, 12 points, one assist against Johnson, 15 points, three rebounds against O'Connor. On four of seven shooting from the outside, nine points, a rebound against Clark. He will one for three from beyond the arc as he starts at guard. The 6'5", senior, Cade Mankel. Ian Moat is the six-foot senior point guard, scored 16 points and four rebounds along with seven assists versus Johnson in the region quarter. In the region semifinal against O'Connor, six points, a rebound, four assists, and a steal. Seven points, three assists against Clark. In the region final, averaging just over eight and a half points per ball game to go along with just under four rebounds, four assists a game, and six steals. That six-foot senior point guard, Ian Moat. Blake Nielsen, the six-foot-two senior guard, dropped three points, four rebounds, and an assist against Clark. And, of course, K.J. Adams, the Kansas signee, the six-foot-seven senior guard. He can also play down in the post. Scored 19 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. Had a double-double in the last two ball games. 28 points, 12 rebounds against O'Connor. 19 points, 12 rebounds against Clark. In fact, 19 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal to go along with 3 blocks against Clark. And rounding out the starting lineup, it'll be Preston Clark, the 6'6", six six junior forward. Dropped 7 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, and a block against Clark in the region final. For the Itascacita Eagles, Tom Hart. Six-foot senior point guard, shoots 47% from the field, averages just under 10 points per ball game. Six-foot-two senior shooting guard, Christian Ashby. He is a 38% three-point shooter, averaging just over eight points a game. Justin Collins, a six-foot-three senior guard. Cameron Morrison, the six-four senior forward. And Caleb Pouncey, the six-foot senior post. Here's the tip. We're underway. Pouncey able to control it for Atascacita. Atascacita in the white uniforms. A step-back opportunity here for Tom Hart the third. Now he gets it down into the post to Cameron Morrison. Three-point shot on the way from the left corner. That one no good. Mankel fighting for the rebound, trying to get it over to Blake Nielsen, and he does. Full-court pressure already here for Atascacita, leaving Ian Moat wide open in the left corner. That shot is good, and Moat has the Shaps on the board. 
So Moat with a three-pointer to lead things off. The Shaps grab the early lead. Now in the corner is Justin Collins. Collins driving baseline. It frees up a shooter on the right corner. That shot just rimming out for Christian Ashby. And once again, Westlake pulling down the rebound. A lob down to Mankel. Mankel going baseline. Now gives it up to Preston Clark on the block. Gets it to Ian Moat. Moat over to Mankel. Mankel for another three-pointer. That one just off the back iron. Rebound fought for, but last touched by Westlake. So it will be a Tascosita ball. Atascacita in their home white jerseys with the red numerals trimmed in dark navy blue. Atascacita in block print across the front of the jersey. The numbers on the back trimmed in blue as well with the Atascacita Eagle logo. Westlake in their road dark navy blue jerseys with Westlake in block print and red. Now launching a three-pointer here from the left side is Christian Ashby. And uh, the Offensive rebound momentarily belonged to Cameron Morrison, but he was unable to save the basketball out of bounds. Full court press again. K.J. Adams gets it in to Moat. Moat trying to go across the timeline, and they're going to get a reach-in foul called on Tom Hart the third, his first personal foul, and the game's first foul. So Tom Hart the third picks up the first team foul here for Atascacita. As we join you live, inbound pass here, tough defense for David Martinez's ball club. Now on the left wing. Into the corner goes Nielsen. Nielsen now over to K.J. Adams. Adams goes up strong from the baseline, and he is fouled. The shot is no good. So Morrison picks up the first personal foul, second team foul here for Atascosita as we are just minutes into there's minute and 20 seconds or so into this first quarter of the state semifinal game, and K.J. Adams usually a high-end free throw shooter in the playoffs. He's made 82%, but he misses the front end of two shots here. Westlake continues to lead 3-0. Second shot for K.J. Adams is up and good. And he's on the board with a point. It's 4-0 Westlake. 6.35 to play. Is Coming across the timeline is Tom Hart, the third. Now a head fake here on Justin College. Drives into the lane. Step back three-pointer on the fadeaway in the paint. No good. Ian Moat gets the tipped rebound off the miss by Preston Clark. Now over to the baseline. Mankel. Cut to the basket, and unfortunately for Moat, that one just was a little errant, and Mankel could not catch up with it. So an unforced turnover there as Westlake continues to lead 4 to nothing. Justin Collins across the timeline, gets it over to Cameron Morrison. Morrison back over to Tom Hart the third. On the return, opportunity here is rotating over was Christian Ashby, and Ashby launches up a three-point shot. That one is no good. And now we see a line change here for Atascacita, and we knew this was going to happen. Caleb Stewart, the six-foot-two senior shooting guard, comes into the ballgame, averaging just over eight points per ballgame. And we also see A.J. Angst in the ballgame, six-foot-one junior guard. First subs off the bench here as Atascacita has gone a little silent here as far as the scoring opportunity. Now on the other end, as losing the ball momentarily from behind was Moat driving the court, Cameron Morrison. Comes up with a reverse layup, and Morrison's on the board here. Blake Nielsen now with the basketball in the corner. Drives baseline, doesn't have it. Kicks it out to the top to Moat. Moat over to Clark, now over to Mankel. Mankel back over to Moat inside the north side ISD logo, just inside the timeline. Tom Hart the third. Trailing Moat defensively here, following him to the left wing. He picks up his dribble, tries to lob it in the corner. KJ going baseline. Adams stepped on the baseline, and it turned it over. So it's a 4-2 lead here, and both offenses just 
feeling each other out. Obviously, these teams have not played each other this season. Both coaches making adjustment on the fly. Tom Arthur III gets it across the timeline. Now dishes over here to Caleb Stewart. Stewart driving in, hangs, elevates, puts the ball up with the left hand. It's no good. Clark comes away with a rebound for Westlake. Mankel now retreating with the basketball, kicks it over to the corner. Head fake for Blake Nielsen. Nielsen going up, puts up the shot. It's no good. Rebound Cameron Morrison. Morrison kicks it out to Tom Hart, the third. Hart, dribble driving across the timeline, hangs in the air, puts up the shot. It's no good off the front iron, and Clark clears the rebound. Now Moat lobbing it across is Mankel to Moat across the timeline. Mankel across court passes, deflected, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Ian Moat. So he dished to the corner, the pass was deflected, but Moat's going to be called for the offensive foul. So Angel Johnson has checked in, a six foot junior guard, averaging just over three and a half points per ball game, shoots 50 cent. 50% from beyond the arc. Justin Collins comes across the timeline, gives it up to Johnson. Angel now in the corner to Morrison. Morrison trying to find a streaking angst. Angst elevates from the right block. That shot no good. Rebound Mankel across the timeline now here to Blake Nielsen. Nielsen with a lob down to the post to KJ. Just no double team just yet. KJ powering his way, backing in on the post move and turns around and puts it in. Nice job there by KJ, his first field goal. He has three. It's a 6-2 Westlake lead with four minutes to play in the first quarter. Justin Collins over to the right wing. Now cross-court left wing to Angst. Angst back over to Angel Johnson. Now Morrison. Morrison's going to drive in, puts up the reverse layup. That one is no good as he spins in the lane as he puts up the shot. Nielsen gets the carom rebound in the corner. Nielsen, no look pass to Preston Clark. Clark with a head fake, and he makes the shot. Easy layup on the right block as Preston is on the board. Little run here of a four-nothing run, and now this is going to be a double dribble on Morrison. So subs are going to come in now for Westlake as Nakari Gahan will check in for Preston Clark. Connor McManus will take the place of Blake Nielsen. So far, it's a 4-0 run here for Westlake. After dropping the first three of the game, both offenses still trying to figure things out, but Westlake in back-to-back possessions able to get buckets from K.J. Adams and Preston Clark. Inbound pass here from KJ. Goes to Moat. Moat back to Adams. Adams across the timeline here. Deed up here by Hart. Drives into the lane. No look pass to Nakari. Nakari Gahan elevates from the left block and puts it in. Nakari, who had 19 points, is on the board here in the first quarter. It's a 10-2 Westlake run to start things off with 3.20 in the game. In the first quarter. Chasing down a loose ball here is A.J. Angst. Angst now gives it up here to the right side to Caleb Stewart. Stewart spots up from 18 feet away, fires the jumper, and it's good. Second field goal with three minutes to play in the first quarter for the Itascacita Eagles. The lead is six, 10-4 Westlake. It's been as high as eight. Moat dribbling across the timeline, lobs it down to K.J. Adams, intercepting that ball momentarily was Hart, but K.J. able to get control of the basketball, feeds a Gahan in the paint, puts up the shot. The shot is no good. And Gahan picks up the foul on the attempt to get his own rebound. That's his first personal foul. Two fouls team-wise for Westlake. 2.45 to play here in the first quarter. It's a 10-4 Westlake lead. Hart will give up the basketball here to uh, Caleb Stewart. 
Now Angel Johnson will take the ball. Now back over to the right side here as Terrell Randolph has checked into the game. Nice feed down low to Tom Hart the third from the right wing as he's on the board with his first field goal. Good court vision there from the right wing as Hart on the transition opened up as he came around the screen and he was wide open down on the block. Jaden Greathouse has checked into the ball game here. Little athleticism. Now, K.J. Adams spots up from 18 feet away. That one no good. McManus gets the offensive rebound, touches it over to Ian Moat, and Moat, just inside the free throw line, delivers the shot. He has five in the game. Now, Caleb Stewart over to the top of the arc here. Three-point shot opportunity on the right side for Tom Hart, the third on the wing. It's not good. The carom rebound goes to Greathouse. Greathouse with a head of steam, driving right into the lane. Puts up the shot. The shot is no good, and an offensive foul is going to be called on Jaden Greathouse as Terrell Randolph, the 6'6 junior post player, seemingly got back in time. There's some question of whether or not his feet were set, but nonetheless, it's an offensive foul on Jaden Greathouse. A ton of substitutions here as back into the ballgame is Caleb Pouncey. We knew with two very deep teams that these benches would get involved early and often, and they have. It's a 12-6 lead for Westlake. Hart gives the ball up to Pouncey on the right wing, who shoots it over to the right wing to Angel Johnson. Johnson now back over to Caleb Stewart. Stewart dribble drives to the left wing, spots up a three-point shot, and that one is good. He cuts the lead in half just like that. Does Caleb Stewart. He has five points off the bench here in the first quarter with 90 seconds remaining. Westlake leads 12-9. Jaden Greathouse gets it over to K.J. Adams. Adams deed up by Hart, and now there's going to be an offensive foul called on K.J. Adams as he lowered his shoulder. Hart with a little acting there, but he's able to draw the whistle. K.J. Adams, the Kansas signee, having a conversation with the official that called the foul, but it's the second straight offensive foul called on Westlake. And Atascacito back at it here. Justin Collins hands it off to Christian Ashby. Ashby over to Hart. Hart trying to drive into the lane by McManus. The reverse layup's no good, but he's fouled. And this will be in the act of shooting here. And I believe the foul was called on Connor McManus, his first personal foul. That's five team fouls for Westlake. Two team fouls for Tascacita. As Hart goes to the line, he is shooting in the playoffs 83% from the free throw line, and he shows you why there. He has three points in the quarter here with 65 seconds remaining. Looking to edge even closer. Now the game within one, 12 to 11, as Hart drills both free throws. Jaden Greathouse operating the point here, coming across the timeline. Deed up by Collins. Gets it over to E. Gahan. Now McManus. McManus tries to feed K.J. Adams on the baseline, and Hart is everywhere. Tom Hart, the third, once again with a deflection out of bounds. Now back into the ballgame here for Atascacita is Angel Johnson. Johnson will take the place of Caleb Stewart. Inbound pass coming for Westlake as he gets it into E. Gahan, does great house. K.J. Adams' shot from the left block is rejected. Now coming into the... Uh, Front court here and uh, lifting a pass over to Justin Collins as Angel Johnson. Collins fires up a three-pointer from the left wing. That one's no good, and the rebound cleared out by Westlake. Now Greathouse looking to find K.J. Adams on the baseline. He goes up strong, and K.J. is fouled. Adams, the shot does not even make it up to the rim. And the foul is going to be called on Christian Ashby, his first personal foul, and that is the fourth team foul. To make that the third team foul for Atascacita and the second trip to the line for K.J. Adams. 
deep breath here as KJ's one of two on the evening. And he puts up the first shot, and it's good. KJ with four points in the quarter here. It's 13 to 11. The lead has been as high as six and as close as one. KJ's second shot is up and good. Adams with five points as Cade Mankel will check in for Ian Moat. So far, that's the only sub here as McManus, Greathouse, Adams, Igehan, and Mankel are on the floor for Westlake. It's Hart, Ashby, Pouncey, Collins, and Morrison. Working for the final shot here is Hart as he dribbles comfortably just in front of the scorer's table, just inside the timeline. Waiting for the last shot as the clock moves down inside 10 seconds before he makes a move. Waiting patiently defensively is K.J. Adams. Hart to the top of the arc, over to the left corner, elevating for a three-point shot at the buzzer. That is good for Christian Ashby. So Ashby at the buzzer. And we have a tie ball game here in the 6A state semifinal as Westlake and Atascacita are tied at 14. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to Westlake Basketball only on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown. With over 250 new BMWs in stock, plus a great selection of certified BMWs, you'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMW of South Austin whether you're watching football, hanging at the tailgate, or playing around to golf, you want to look sharp. That's why we've partnered with Cricket Shirts. And according to co-founder Billy, he's all about keeping it Austin. I mean, if there ever was a city that sort of captured the spirit of the 19th hole, it's Austin, Texas. And if there's anything that ever like kind of captured the spirit of community, it's Texas high school football. And co-founder Hobson Brown agrees. It's the perfect shirt for all occasions. Yeah, it's a shirt you can wear uh, on the course. It's a shirt you can wear in the boardroom. And it's a shirt you can wear to the football game on a Friday night. Find your design at cricketshirts.com We welcome you back as Ian Moat has checked into the ball game. K.J. Adams will inbound the basketball right in front of yours truly here at courtside. It's back in the ball game is Caleb Stewart. And you heard the three-pointer by Christian Aspie at the buzzer to tie the ball game up. As we welcome you back to the second quarter, Joe Taylor joining you live. Now, Blake Nielsen has checked back into the ball game. Pretty much starting five on starting five. Good defense here as Ian Moat picks up the basketball and rifles it over to K.J. Adams. Staying right with him is Cameron Morrison at the top of the arc. Lobbing it down to Igehan, who's the only lone bench player in the ball game. That errant pass down low to the baseline from K.J. Adams sails out of bounds. Intended for Igehan, just a little too high for him to go get it. Tom Hart, the third, coming across the timeline. Gives it up here to Christian Ashby. Ashby, who buried a three to close out the first quarter to tie the ball game with the basketball here, trying to clear out some space on the isolation. Hands it off to Hart. Back over to Morrison. Morrison thought about dribble driving against Igehan. Stayed outside, gives it to Caleb Stewart. Stewart trying to cross over, elevate in the paint. No, he's going to dish it off down low on the baseline here to Morrison. And Morrison walked with the basketball on his way to the baseline to the hole. So a turnover there for Atascacita. Adams will inbound to Moat. Moat met with little restriction coming across the timeline here to the right wing. Westlake moving from left to right as you picture it in your mind's eye on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. Now driving from the top of the arc is K.J. Adams into the lane, hangs there, puts up the shot with the right hand, and K.J. Adams connects with his first field goal of the second quarter. He has seven in the ballgame. It's now back to a 16-14 lead. Hart 
Now driving down the right side of the baseline. Kicks it out here to Morrison. Morrison gives it up to Christian Ashby, who gets it over to the corner to Caleb Stewart. Stewart back over to Hart in the half-court offensive opportunity here. Long three-point shot here coming from Justin Collins. It's off the mark. Nielsen pulls down the rebound. Nielsen slows up on the right wing, deed up by Hart, gets to Gahan in the post, trying to go baseline, doesn't have it. He just hands it off to Ian Moat. Moat from the right corner, fires up a three-point shot, and it's good for Ian Moat. Moat with eight points in the ballgame, two of those via three-pointer, and David Martinez wants to talk about it for Atascacita as a 5-0 run to start things off here in the second quarter for Westlake. Builds up a 19-14 lead. We'll keep it here. Again, K.J. Adams with seven. Moat with eight. Clark with two. Igehan with two. Hart with four points for Atascacita. The three by Ashby at the end of the first quarter. Morrison has two points. And Caleb Stewart has five. That's where we stand is out of the timeout. Mankel, Nielsen, Adams, Igehan, and Moat on the floor for Westlake. Ashby along with Morrison. Hart will take a brief timeout here as Justin Collins is in the ballgame. Caleb Stewart is back in as well. Stewart with the basketball, hands it off to Collins. 5-0 run for Westlake to start the second quarter, and now they switch it over to Caleb Stewart. Stewart picked up defensively by K.J. Adams on the left wing, gives it up here to Hart, who's checked back into the ballgame. Reverse layup on the under, underhanded effort there, driving down the right lane's no good. Westlake pulls down the rebound. Courtesy of Blake Nielsen. Nielsen gets it over to K.J. Adams. Mankel left wide open for a three-point shot on the left wing, and it's good. Oh, Mankel with an NBA range three-pointer to take a 22-14 lead. But Westlake slow to get back on defense, and beating them down court is Morrison. Morrison able to get a pass down low and make the shot from the right block with the right hand. K.J. Adams with a crossover dribble here, driving into the lane, puts up the shot as he leans in, and this is going to be a traveling violation on K.J. Adams. Took too many steps on the way to the rim just inside the free throw line. Cade Mankel with his first shot, burying that three-pointer, but then Morrison coming right back and making that easy layup. The lead back up to six for Westlake, 22-16. to 16. Justin Collins gives it up here to the top of the arc to Ashby. Ashby on the left wing. Now some bodies are flying as Hart goes to the, to the ground, and I believe this is going to be called on K.J. Adams. That is the case. K.J. picks up his second personal foul. So 16 fouls here as Preston Clark checks in, as does Connor McManus. K.J. will have to take a seat here momentarily as Caleb Stewart checks out. We see Caleb Pouncey check in. Inbound pass coming here underneath the basket for Atascacita. They lob it back out to the top, chasing it down as Morrison. Morrison will hand it off to Ashby. Ashby handing it off to Justin Collins at the top of the arc. Collins driving with the left hand. Scoop pass back out to the right wing, out of control. Kicks it over to the corner, does Ashby. And a two-pointer for Cameron Morrison. He was just inside the three-point line as Morrison makes about as long a two as you can make, just about 19 feet away from the basket. Ian Moat comes across the timeline, 22 to 18, the lead is four. Moat drives into the lane, now goes under the basket on the baseline, finds Mankel in the corner for an open three-point shot, that one no good. Rebound cleared out by Pouncey. Pouncey out, outlet pass to Collins. Collins with the left-handed dribble, finds Ashby. Now at the top to Hart. Hart taught about a three-pointer, nope, he's gonna not think about it, he's gonna shoot it. That one just off the back iron, rebound pulled down by Preston Clark. 
Now Mankel gives it up to Preston Clark at the top of the arc. Now over to the left wing to Nielsen. Nielsen drives through the double team, and that pass nearly picked off. He's able to get it is Mankel. Mankel has the ball taken away from him. A cross-court pass to Collins. Collins behind the back pass here to Ashby. Ashby almost lost the ball thanks to defense there by Nielsen. Hart has the ball under control, drives into the lane, puts up the wild shot, and it's good for Tom Hart the third. He has six points in the game. Back down to a two-point game. Westlake leads 22-20. to McManus gets it over to Nielsen. Nielsen over to Mankel. Mankel on the right wing to McManus. McManus down to the baseline to Preston Clark in the post. Gets it back out to Moat. Good defense here by Atascasita. Hart trying to fight through a Preston Clark screen. Can't do it. Ian Moat's pass picked off by Justin Collins. McManus pokes the ball away on the other end. Mankel chases down the loose ball. Back over to Nielsen across the timeline. Wild defensive game thus far, but Ian Moat, head fake, steps inside the three-point line. That 19-footer no good, but Preston Clark is there for the offensive board, and Clark puts it back. He has four in the game. 24-20. As this seesaw battle goes up and down the court, a lot of physical activity here in this ballgame. Caleb Pouncey with the rock on the right side on the wing. Christian Ashby now on the left wing, gives it up to Collins. Collins will get it back up to Hart. Hart trying to make a move against McManus. The double team comes, and Clark swats the ball away on the rejection. Nielsen comes across the timeline, controlling the basketball, picks up his dribble, looking down low to McManus. The give-and-go here from Blake Nielsen, and Nielsen comes off that screen and dunks it home. Blake Nielsen. Very seldom do you see him get him to drive to the hole, but that one, Nielsen throws it down with two hands. Traveling violation on the other end here as Justin Collins tries to drive in the lane. He took too many steps. Blake Nielsen, the senior, a very quiet assassin that plays defense, also rebounds. Able to come off that screen. Preston Clark able to find him. And Nielsen throwing it down with two hands. 26-20 with 2.43 to play in the first half. Moat. Met defensively here by a sub, Angel Johnson, that's coming into the ball game. As is Cameron Morrison. They join him at the top of the arc. Clark gets the basketball. Low pass dug out nicely there by Mankel. Gets it to KJ. Adams is checked back into the ball game. He drives into the lane, puts up a one-handed baseball pass to the corner that A.J. Onkst had tipped out of bounds. Onkst is checked back in as well. And it will be Westlake basketball here. Like I said, a wild physical game thus far where Westlake has a six-point advantage. Lob toss from the baseline here from Preston Clark. And the ball's not down there, but it's going to be an offensive foul. Excuse me, it's going to be a foul. And Terrell Randolph picks up his first personal foul. That's the fourth team foul for Atascocita here with 2.23 to play. Lobbing it in is Ian Moat to Blake Nielsen. Nielsen back over to Moat. Moat tried to work around a KJ Adams screen. Doesn't have it now. Nielsen drives in, meets the double team, loses the basketball, chases it back down, regains control, kicks it over to the corner. Preston Clark for three. Clark drills it. Nothing but net for Preston Clark, who's come alive here in the second quarter. He has five in the quarter, seven in the game. And Atascasita wants to talk about it. We'll be right back. It's a nine-point advantage for Westlake as Preston Clark drills a three-pointer. Westlake leading a task to see to 29 to 20. We're right back after this timeout. This is Westlake basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high risk in complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma 
than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome you back to live coverage. Joe Taylor joining you here. 29 to 20. Westlake on a decisive run there. Capped by a Preston Clark three-pointer in the corner. KJ Adams, Cade Bankle, Ian Moat, Preston Clark, and Blake Nielsen on the floor for Westlake. Terrell Randolph along with AJ Angst. Cameron Morrison. Caleb Stewart. And Angel Johnson on the floor. Angst with the basketball here for Atascacita. Final two minutes. Now with the basketball is Caleb Stewart. Stewart trying to drive through a double team. Doesn't have it. Crosses over Mankle. Drives baseline. Trying to give it up to the top of the arc here to Angel Johnson. Johnson to the high post. Now back over to Stewart. Stewart hangs in the lane. Puts up the runner. That one's no good. Randolph tries to chase the rebound. He saves it. Loose ball. Picked up by Mankle. Mankle trying to find an outlet. Now he'll take it himself across the timeline to Blake Nielsen. Nielsen to the corner to Moat. Moat for a three. That one just off the mark. Clark beats the offensive board. Resets. Moat almost had an opportunity to try it again. Kicks it up to Nielsen. Nielsen from NBA range. That one no good. But Mankle is there for the offensive board. The putback no good. Westlake's going to chase down the rebound, but it's going to go out of bounds. Three offensive boards in that main sequence there for Westlake. We're going to see Chandler Johnson coming to the ballgame here, the six foot four senior post player, averaging just under two points per ballgame. And when we talk about Atascacita being deep, folks, we have already seen nine players, make it ten players used in this ballgame for Atascacita. 1.15 to play here, 29 to 20. Justin Collins is back into the ballgame. Now over to the left wing to Justin, Co to, uh, excuse me, to Christian Ashby. Ashby gives it over to. Caleb Pouncey, now down on the baseline. Pouncey with the offensive board after the shot of Ashby. It's no good. Covering up the basketball is K.J. Adams, and he's fouled. Caleb Pouncey picks up his first personal foul. Fifth team foul, and it will be Westlake basketball. 56 seconds to play here in the first half. Westlake leading by nine. Mankel met in the backcourt here by Collins. Across the timeline to Adams. Adams met by Pouncey, round the back dribble, driving in on Pouncey. That shot rejected by Pouncey, getting the carom as Collins. Collins into the front court. Now looking to dish to the corner. Hart had a three-point opportunity, passed it up. Collins, now back up to the top here to Ashby. Now back to Collins. Collins trying to work around a screen, doesn't have it. Elevating from an NBA three-point range is Collins. That shot no good. Clark takes away the rebound as the second shot opportunity there for Atascacita turned away by Clark. That's his second block of the ballgame. Moad with the basketball behind the back. Hart stays right with him. Final 10 seconds here in the half. Westlake leads by nine. Working for the final shot, and Mankel pauses at the timeline. Catch and shoot on the left wing for Moad, who drills it! Ian Moad has come alive. Last second shot ricochets for Atascacita off the top of the backboard. But how about three threes by Ian Moat in the first half? The Shaps lead by 12. It's 32 to 20 in a very loud Northside ISD gym. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shap app. Hendrick Audi South Austin is proud to sponsor Westlake Nation. 
We understand what it takes to be champions. That's why we're an Audi Magna award-winning dealer. Our game plan is simple. Offer a great selection and a car-buying experience that is second to none. Experience the Hendrick difference at Audi South Austin. Conveniently located just five miles south of downtown off Interstate 35 South and at AudiSouthAustin.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still. And let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. We welcome you back to Northside ISD Sports Gym here on the northwest side of San Antonio, the site for the 6A state semifinal. Right now, it's a 12 point advantage for Westlake. They lead 32 to 20. Wanted to bring back our pregame interview with Robert Lucero so you can see how his team prepared coming off the region final win over Clark and then going into a more uh, relaxed schedule where you're not playing every other day. He was able to uh, get his team to enjoy the weekend and obviously prepare for tonight's game. And we caught up with Robert Lucero in our pregame conversation called The Shootaround with Robert Lucero. I want to bring that back for you. And uh, here is our conversation with Westlake men's head basketball coach. Visiting with head men's basketball coach Robert Lucero. The shoot-around taking place before the state semifinal game. Second time in school history that Westlake has made it to the Final Four. We've talked about the road to get here, and, and culture class this year has taken on a whole new meeting because of COVID-19 protocols. If you would, take us through this week of preparation, coming off the big win on Friday night and being able to reload for this game against the Tascosita. Uh, so Saturday, um, we had a little bit later practice at 11. That way we could get through some film work. Um, Coach uh, Polanco it, uh, had already started and cutting up most of Atascacita, uh, but I hadn't watched any of it. So, you know, we did the good and the corrections from the night before uh, from the Clark game. So that takes a little bit of time just to, to watch it all and get it clipped. And then wanted to learn a little bit about Atascacita before um, our practice. It was more of a walkthrough, shoot-around practice, and then we walked through some of their actions. Um, and then uh, yesterday, um, we had a media day at 12, which was good. That way we, uh, you know, after school when we came in at, at 5, it was um, it was just about us. It wasn't anybody else in the gym, no distractions. And then we got through the Tascacita film. Um, and then we had a practice. You know, they're, they're a really good team, a little bit more dribble drive oriented. Um, so they got several guys that can get to the basket and spread you out and some, uh, some guys that can shoot the ball at a high rate. Um, they do have some bigs uh, also. Uh, their bigs not, not necessarily scoring bigs, uh, but what, one thing that they do really well is they re, re, really rebound the basketball. So yeah. we got to make sure that we keep them off the glass. Yeah, that was my first uh, thought is when you look at this matchup, you always look for the big men because that's where Westlake has really dominated this playoff season is not only just on the glass in general, but on the offensive side of the glass. And you look at Caleb Pouncey, you look at TJ Randolph. Those are the bigs that you mentioned. Randolph, of course, sometimes off the bench. And in noticing some minor difficulties with uh, Tascacita is sometimes you don't know who is going to take over. There's no one person on this team. They do. They're a very well-rounded team and, and everybody seems to accept their role. Is that what you've seen on film and yeah. how does that transfer to how you defend them? Yeah, they, they play, uh, you know, eight or nine deep. Um, some of the closer games in the playoffs, they didn't go quite as deep, um, but they're up-tempo. 
uh, offensively and defensively uh, in the full court with tons of pressure. So uh, in order to play that style, uh, they'll throw multiple guys at you. Uh, and, and so the, because of the minutes, it also spreads out their scoring. So they have four or five guys that are right around, you know, seven, eight, nine points. Um, and a couple guys come off the bench that are right around eight or nine points. So, you know, pretty deep team. Um, when they do sub, if they're a little bit smaller, you'll see how our matchups, uh, um, what happens with our matchups. Because um, if they downsize their lineup, we'd like to try to stay big um, with, with KJ and uh, P or KJ and Nakari. Um, that means one of those guys will be guarding a little bit more of the perimeter, but they've had some practice at that all year. I think also you look at what guys have been able to do with opportunities. We talked about this prior to the region final with Clark. Coming off that game, you really saw guys take advantage of their opportunities when they've had them, and none more off the bench than Nakari Gehan. Nakari scored 19 points, seven boards, also dished out a few assists as well. So that inside-out game really starting to come of age, and it seems like Nakari's really accepted his role as the other big with KJ, and it really seems like his confidence is growing. That seems to be a part of everything everybody that comes off the bench where there's not necessarily a scoring role every trip down the floor they're ready and able with their opportunity I think of as far as identifying that opportunity you think of Preston Clark's three you know the guy hadn't really taken a three all the playoffs and then finally buries one because he comes open it's really this idea of team basketball that's really propelled this playoff run yeah and you know we all have similar roles when it comes to uh, defending and rebounding and you know everybody's job is to defend and rebound and then it's everybody's job to uh, take the shots that are good for the team uh, and so when you get down to it like uh, everybody's role is the same on the team you know you come every day you work hard uh, you defend your butt off you rebound uh, and then you take the shots that you're supposed to take the shots you're supposed to take might be different than the shot somebody else is supposed to take um, but that's still uh, you know everybody's role is pretty similar in that sense you speak of roles and as a final thought you said something at the end of the broadcast and after the game was over that really has stuck with me and I know that in our community you, you look at certain things that a coach says these guys won this game speaking of the region final yesterday in practice it really speaks to guys like Rohan Gudapali, Michael Bustamante, Alex Gilbreth, even Jaden Greathouse guys that that compete every single day in practice that give you that look and that push the starters and the guys that, that are in the main rotation to be better every single day. Yeah, we have, and we have a ton of those guys that uh, Davis, Ty, you know, Javante, you know, hasn't even played uh, at all this year. Uh, Zane Schramm, uh, Donnie's minutes have been down and he still comes work uh, to work every day. And so, you know, one of the things I, I've heard, you know, as long as I've been a head coach is why do you carry so many guys? That's just, you know, five sets of parents that, uh, that you're going to have to worry about. And, and for us, it's the opposite. You know, those five guys that allow us to practice um, three teams of five at a varsity level is what allows us to compete and get ready for games. So it's actually the strength of our team. Coach, as always, thanks for the Thank time you. and good luck. Thank you. The thoughts of head coach Robert Lucero before the game. Wanted to bring that back for you. We aired it during our pregame coverage, but it's always nice uh, if you tuned in late to hear exactly where Coach's head's at as far as the kids are concerned. Right now, Westlake with a comfortable 12-point advantage. Largest lead of the evening here in the 6A state semifinal game as the winner of this game will face the winner of Duncanville and Richardson. That game is scheduled for a little bit later on this evening. In fact, it's scheduled for a 7 o'clock tip, so they're about 25 minutes away. When we come back after this timeout, we'll give you some halftime stats and, of course, the start of the second half here as the 6A state semifinal between Westlake and Atascacita continues after this. On game day, go for the win with Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Going touchdown. 
your roster with delicious hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce. Huddle up with crispy, crinkle-cut fries, coleslaw, and buttery Texas toast. And top it all off with freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Does downtime of your IT infrastructure equal lost money for your company? Tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000-square-foot purpose-built facility is carrier-neutral, offering both retail and wholesale co-location options on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with services to match. Westlake family-owned and operated. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location and schedule a tour at datafoundry.com. We welcome you back to live coverage of Bless Lake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here. We take a look at the uh, first half stats, team stats for Atascacita. Again, they scored uh, 20 points in that first half. And in the second quarter, they only scored six. It was an 18-6 run for Westlake in the second quarter. And that's how they amassed their 12-point advantage. Again, for the Atascacita Eagles, they shot 31% from the field in the first half, 40% inside the three-point line, and uh, made two of their 11 three-point attempts, good for 18%. Made both their foul shots, collected four rebounds, three assists, and a steal, two blocks as well. And the leading scorer, we have two of them tied at six with Cameron Morrison and Tom Hart the third. Mankel with three points, Blake Nielsen with an emphatic two points. Nakari Gahan with two points, KJ Adams with seven, Ian Moat with 11, Preston Clark with seven as well. And for the Westlake Chaparrales, they shot 55% from the field, 54% inside the three-point line, 56% from beyond the arc as they made five of the nine shots, three of four from the charity stripe, good for 75%. And once again, we talked about the importance of rebounds. How about 19 rebounds in total, 15 of those on the defensive glass, four on the offensive glass to just four total rebounds for Atascacita. It'll be Cade Mankel along with Blake Nielsen, K.J. Adams, Preston Clark, and Ian Moat to start It'll be the starting five for Tascosita, Hart, Ashby, Collins, Morrison, and Pouncey. And we've seen as many as 10 guys play for Tascosita. Bringing the ball across the timeline here is Justin Collins. Collins gets it over to the left wing to Christian Ashby. And Tascosita will move left to right. Westlake will move right to left. Back over to Hart. Hart, good ball movement here over to Christian Ashby. Ashby now at the top of the arc here to Caleb Pouncey. Now to the corner to Hart. Hart fakes a three-pointer, now drives into the lane. Kicks the pass over. Three-point opportunity on the way, and that one is buried. Nicely done there by Christian Ashby. He has six points in the game. Second three-pointer, and just like that, the 12-point lead for Westlake is down to nine, 32 to 23. Adams, cross-court pass. Nielsen didn't see it coming. Somehow collects it with one hand. Able to keep the possession. Gets it back over to Ian Moat. Moat picked up defensively here by Hart into the high post on the right elbow to K.J. Adams. Adams back over to Mankel. Mankel taking his defender with him. Now a crossover dribble as he drives in, finds Moat on the left wing. Moat driving in, hangs inside the free throw line. That shot no good from point-blank range. And Christian Ashby gets the carom on the rebound. Coming across the timeline, calmly as Collins. He'll give it up to Ashby. Ashby gets it over to the left wing to Collins again. Again, Atascacita not necessarily in a whole lot of hurry, trying to take away the momentum from Westlake here in the third quarter. Into the high post here to Morrison. 
Morrison trying to make a move. Now dribble drives to the baseline. Picks up the double team defensively. Kicks it back out to Collins. Collins with a no-look pass. Going up against the triple team there is Morrison. Morrison loses the ball, but somehow gets it back. And a loose ball picked up here by Mankel. Mankel over to Nielsen. It's a three-on-two break. Back over to Mankel. Mankel on the alley-oop. Mankel hanging in the air. He did not come down with it. He just put up the shot as Nielsen finds Mankel. And an athletic play there as Mankel has five. 34 to 23, and now a foul called on Westlake. It'll be against Ian Moat on the floor as Hart hits the deck. So Moat picks up his second personal foul. Now three players with six points in the ballgame as the Eagles have Hart, Ashby, Morrison with six points apiece. Justin Collins will inbound. Underneath his own basket as the officials wipe up the moisture from the ground as Hart hit the deck on the foul called by Moat. Justin Collins looking for Hart on the inbound, finds him in the corner. Hart with the left-handed dribble is going to reset the half-court offense here as he attacks, driving into the lane, head fake, got Mankel up in the air. As Caleb Stewart checks into the ball game, he spots up a three-point shot. That one is no good. Rebound kick around off the backboard, collected by Clark and over to Nielsen. Blake across the timeline here, looking to pass to the high post. Doesn't have it, keeps control of the basketball, gives it up to Mankel. Mankel trying to make a move round to Preston Clark's screen. Doesn't have it, gives it over to Preston. Now back over to Nielsen. Nielsen lobs it into K.J. Adams. Here comes the double team, and Adams loses control of the basketball between the double team as it falls out of bounds. So Atascacita to basketball. As Hart gets it back over to Justin Collins. Collins with the right-handed dribble, hands off to Caleb Stewart. Stewart with five points in the game. All five of that came in the first quarter. Is he had a three and a field goal as well. Now into the corner. Three-point shot is up here for Christian Ashby, and he's drilled his second three-pointer in the third quarter. The lead back down to eight points. 34 to 26, your score. As the ball goes out of bounds for Westlake. Angel Johnson checking into the ball game here as the rotation sends Justin Collins to the bench. 34 to 26. As I mentioned, an eight-point game. It's been as high as 12. Angel Johnson across the timeline. Another three-pointer is on the way. This one just lips out for Christian Aspie. With the offensive tip, Cameron Morrison puts up the shot. It's no good. He gets his own rebound. His third attempt is no good. And Westlake clears the board. K.J. Adams across the timeline, trying to cross up Morrison. Now has his pass stolen as he cross-court pass to Moat is tracked down here by Angel Johnson. Across the timeline. Now giving it up here to the corner is Christian Ashby. Ashby with a three-point shot. That one is no good, but a foul has been called on Blake Nielsen. Nielsen, his first personal foul. And that was before the shot, so Atascacita will keep control of the basketball, lob into Hart on the post. Hart with a head fake, drives to the left side of the lane. That shot is up and deflected by Mankel, but Mankel's going to get called for the foul as he made contact there with Hart. So Mankel picks up his first personal foul. Three team fouls on Westlake. 
No team fouls for Atascacita as Hart will step to the line and shoot the front end of two shots. He is now three of three and has seven points in the ballgame. 34 to 27, the lead down to seven. Hart can take it to six, and he does. Full court press here as K.J. Adams looking to inbound. That ball stolen momentarily, driving, diving for the ball. Loose ball picked up by Mankel. Mankel over to Adams. Adams into the front court, drives to the baseline. That shot is up. It is good. Will they count the basket? Yes, they will. For a moment, it looked like maybe K.J. was hit with the offensive foul, but no, it is a blocking foul in the act of shooting. And the shot will count for K.J. as he has nine points and has a chance to add with the and one. Trying to see who the foul was actually on. As it looks like, judging by our scorers here, as Christian Ashby has picked up the second personal foul. The and one for K.J. Bricks off the front iron, no good. The lead now 36 to 28. Turnaround jumper here for Hart from the left block. Tom Hart, just a slow motion turnaround jumper just outside the left part of the lane is good. He has four in the quarter, 10 in the ballgame. Six-point advantage here for Westlake. Ian Moat left all alone, going up for the right-handed layup on the left side. Moat just clearing way, took advantage of the open opportunity and made the layup with ease. Hart driving the lane, tries to dish it off down low. The pass partially tipped, but collected by Morrison. Morrison is able to get the easy layup from the right block. Six-point advantage, 3.23. We're back to Wild and Willie basketball. Moat gets the ball in the corner. Three-point shot from the left wing. That one no good. Rebound cleared out here by Caleb Stewart. Stewart driving, gives it over to Ponce. Ponce with the, or excuse me, the Morrison. Morrison flies in the air with the easy layup, and he misses it from point-blank range with the right hand. Mankel pulls down the rebound, calmly comes across the timeline into the high post of Preston Clark, deed up by Hart in the zone defense. Now Nielsen on the baseline, picks up his dribble, finds Moat. Moat will reset inside three minutes to play here in the third quarter. Moat now gives it over to Clark. Clark with a lob pass down low to K.J. Adams. Adams goes up, Adams is fouled, and the shot falls off the window. Nice job there as K.J. using the muscle to elevate. And we'll see who the foul is against here as we have a line change here for Atascacita. Justin Collins is back into the ballgame along with Caleb Pouncey. Tom Hart stays in the ballgame. And we see actually a new player here getting an opportunity, Connor Miller, junior guard. That's the 11th player used. And the and one is good for KJ. KJ with five points in the quarter here. Westlake with a 41 to 32 lead here with 235 to play in the third quarter. Atascacita trying to move the basketball here to the right wing and now to the corner. Two sh Three-point shot for Angel Johnson is up and no good. Westlake with the rebound. Now a cross-court pass here from KJ Adams to avoid the trap is chased down by Ian Moat. Moat deed up here defensively by Johnson. Angel staying right with him, trying to get into the high post, and this is going to be a reach-in foul on Angel Johnson. Johnson playing incredibly physical. That is his first personal foul. Or excuse me, that is his second personal foul. 
41 to 32, back up to a nine-point advantage as Jaden Greathouse comes into the ball game. He collects the basketball, as does Connor McManus. McManus with a pass over to the right wing here to Ian Moat, going up strong for the right block is Nakari Igehan, who is also checked in. And that shot tied up and poked out of bounds and lost by Igehan. So Adams, Igehan, Moat, Greathouse, and McManus in the ball game right now for Westlake. The lob out to the right wing to K.J. Adams is good. He gets it into the low post. Here comes the double team on Akari and Gahan, and Pouncey blocks the ball away from him. Loose ball on the ground for Connor McManus, and McManus is able to get possession and gives Robert Lucero an opportunity to call a timeout. Oh, nice hustle there by McManus as he dove for the basketball as it became loose following the block shot there on Gahan. It's a 30-second timeout, and we will keep it here. Joe Taylor joining you live on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. We thank all of you for joining us here as Westlake has had a lead as large as 12. Right now it's 9, and it's in between 9 and 6. Atascacita playing much better basketball as the defense has held Westlake to just 9 points in this quarter. But Atascacita outscoring Westlake 12-9. to 9. Atascacita only with six points in the second quarter as Westlake outscored the Eagles 18-6 in that frame. And that would, that's what led to a 32-20 halftime advantage. Miller with the basketball. And now yeah, it should be Westlake basketball as Ian Moat's going to inbound it here to McManus. McManus back over to Moat to Greathouse. Greathouse trying to work around in a Gahan screen. Doesn't have it. The double team comes his way. Adams back on the left wing with the basketball now. Chased by Hart. And the high post trying to find Gahan down low. He does. Trapped in a double team there is Gahan. Gahan has the ball taken away from him. Caleb Pouncey is the one that pulls it away. Gives it over to Hart. 90 seconds remaining. Hart spots up for a three-point shot. That one just no out, out of the rim. And the cylinder... Justin Collins chases down the rebound. Baseline opportunity now. Gives it back out to Hart. Hart has his ball rejected. And this is going to be a foul against Atascacita. And that'll be against Tom Hart III. After the pass, he ran right in to Connor McManus. And McManus hit the deck. He had position. Nice job there. Now a baseball pass down court is going to be picked off. So K.J. Adams launched it down court. Now Collins sees the opening, hands it off to Hart. Hart on the baseline, elevates with the left hand, and Hart finishes at the rim. Hart with six points in the quarter, 12 in the game. 41 to 34, and the full court pressure's on as Greathouse comes across the timeline, gives it up to Gahan. Connor McManus back out to Moat. Moat trying to drive against Angel Johnson. Greathouse now with the basketball, flies across the lane, puts up the shot. The shot's no good, and Pouncey comes down with the rebound. 40 seconds remain in the third quarter. Justin Collins driving, frees up Miller for a three-point shot. That one way off the mark. It's an air ball here as Moat comes across the timeline, waits for his teammates, looking at the high post to K.J. Adams, feeds it over to McManus. McManus down to Igehan. Igehan is going to be called for an offensive foul. Igehan drew the contact with Tom Hart the third, and he is called for the offensive foul. Second foul on uh, Nakari Igehan. Now 14 fouls for both teams with 23 seconds to play here in the third quarter. It's a 41 to 34 advantage here. Seven point lead for Westlake. It's been as high as 12. 
Coming across the timeline slowly here with 18 seconds is Justin Collins. Collins, the second leading scorer in his ball club, behind Tom Hart the third, working for a last-second shot. Inside seven seconds here, looking to cross over KJ. Hands it off here to A.J. Angst. Angst with a three-point shot. That one no good. McManus pulls down the rebound and launches the ball down court. But after the sound of the buzzer, and we go to the final frame in regulation. Westlake with a seven-point advantage on Atascacita. We'll be right back after this timeout. The fourth quarter is next. This is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. Choosing the right bank for your business or project can be a challenging decision. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Plains Capital Bank, member FDIC. It'll be Westlake ball to start the final quarter of regulation with a 41-34 lead here at Northside ISD Gym in Northwest San Antonio, the side of the state semifinal here in 6A. Adams, Moat, Gahan, Mankel, and Nielsen on the floor here for the Shafts. And now Moat driving, kicks it over to the high post and a traveling violation as he picked up his pivot foot en route to that pass to the high post. And for Atascacita, Cameron Morrison, Justin Collins, Caleb Stewart, Tom Hart the third. And Angel Johnson in the ballgame. Make that Christian Ashby is in the ballgame. Ashby looking to take the pass here on the right wing. Caught immediately defensively by Moat. Now over to the right wing here to Caleb Stewart. Stewart tried to cross over KJ. Now driving into the lane. Kicks it over to Morrison. And the pass is poked away by KJ Adams. Atascacita ball, 29 seconds into the final frame. Westlake with a seven-point lead has been as high as 12. That was the lead at the break. Ashby will inbound underneath his own basket. Gets it over to Tom Hart the third. Back over to Ashby. And now with a three-point shot from the left wing for Ashby. That one's no good. Rebound Mankel. Nielsen with the outlet pass brings it across the timeline. Looking to get it back over to Mankel. Mankel deed up hard here by Hart. Gets it into the top of the arc to reset the half-court offense for Nagehan. Nagehan now handing it off to Blake Nielsen. Good defense here from Atascacita. No team in foul trouble per se. Both teams with four team fouls. Down low to K.J. Adams. Adams is going to go up from the left block. He is fouled. The shot will count, and the foul will be against Cameron Morrison. So Morrison picks up his second personal foul. And K.J. Adams once again with an opportunity as he has 12 points in the ballgame for an and one. He is one for two on and one opportunities here. As we see Morrison check out. See who checks in for him here, I believe. Caleb Pouncey has checked in for him. K.J. looking to add the and one, and he does. 
two three-point plays here in the second half, and Westlake has a 10-point advantage, up to 44-34 to 34 here against Tascacita. Justin Collins at the top of the arc, catch-and-shoot opportunity from the right wing. Christian Ashby elevates over Ian Moad and buries the three-pointer. He has nine and a half, 12 in the game, all of them from three-point range. Down to a seven-point advantage as Moat comes across the timeline, gives it up to Mankel. Now to the left wing to K.J. Adams. Adams back out top to Nielsen. The Shaps in no hurry here, probably trying to play a little bit of keep away to buy some time. We're three fouls, make that two fouls away from the bonus for Westlake. Now Mankel driving in, has an opportunity, puts up the shot. Contact made, shot's no good. The rebound pulled out by Stewart. Stewart in transition over to Hart. Hart driving, hands are up for K.J. Adams, and he rejects the shot. The loose ball picked up by Westlake in the front court from Moat. Now to Nielsen. Nielsen pits up his dribble, lobs it into Igehan. Igehan on the baseline, has an opportunity, and there's a whistle here. I don't know if it's a foul. No, they're going to call a foul. So with that, the foul is actually called on Caleb Pouncey, his second personal foul. And they're going to say that Igehan was in the act of shooting. So he will go to the line to shoot two. First shot for Igehan just lips out. Igehan a 50% free throw shooter during the regular season, but he has struggled in the postseason. 31% free throw shooter as he misses the front end of uh, his two shots. The second one is up and no good. And a whistle away. They're going to call a lane violation on Atascacita. They called a lane violation on Caleb Stewart as he is at the top high end of the post to the left of Nikari Gehan. So he's going to get a second opportunity at this second shot. Puts it up, and he buries it. Nakari Gahan with three points in the ballgame. Tom Hart comes across the timeline, now retreats with 5.51 to play here in the fourth quarter. Westlake with a 45-37 lead. The lead is eight. Hart looking to drive against Mankel. Stops in the lane, puts up the shot with the right hand, and he finishes with the runner. Nice job there by Hart as he has his first field goal. He has 14 points in the ballgame. 45 to 39. With 529 to play here. Step back opportunity for Moat. Moat gonna fire up a three-pointer. Kind of wild. Moat follows with his own rebound, picks up the loose ball, fires up a shot with the left hand. That one is no good as it's turned away. And now a timeout's gonna be called by Robert Lucero. Again, little out of control there was Moat in that series, so he calls a timeout. Does Robert Lucero will take it as well. Back in 30 seconds, this is Westlake Basketball. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. Forty-five to thirty-nine. Joe Taylor joining you courtside, Northside ISD here in the northwest side of San Antonio. The state six-day semifinal. 
One side of the bracket picks the Region 3, Region 4 matchup here with Westlake and Atascacita. Region 1 and Region 2 semifinal with Duncanville and uh, Richardson slated for a tip-off in about a minute. 5-17 to play in this one in regulation. Nielsen will inbound to Adams. Adams gets it right back to him as A.J. Angst is in the ballgame here, tying up defensively here for Nielsen. Nielsen now able to dribble him. Kicks it out to the left wing. Preston Clark with a three-point shot. That one is no good. Rebound cleared out by Atascacita. Coming across the timeline is Justin Collins. Collins finds Angst. Angst open for a three-point shot. That one is good as Nielsen was hit on the way by. He's checking to see if he was bleeding. He was not, but Angst adds his first points of the game, and it's a big one, a three-pointer. Now it's a three-point game here in the fourth quarter. 45-42. KJ driving down the left side of the lane. Puts up the shot. The shot is no good. And they're going to call a foul on Atascacita. So the foul is going to be on Caleb Pouncey, his third personal foul. 17 fouls for Atascacita, four for Westlake. We're shooting free throws the rest of the way here for Westlake if Atascacita picks up a foul. K.J. Adams was two of two. Make that two of three in the first half. He has made two of three from the line in the second half. And his first shot is up and good. Of course, his two free throws made were both off of and one opportunities here. He's got another shot here as he extends the lead back up to four. The Kansas signee with a trio of dribbles. Puts it up with the right hand, and that one ricochets off the front iron, the back iron, and falls through for KJ. The shooter roll there. KJ with five points in the fourth quarter, 17 in the ballgame. 47-42. Now a long NBA range three-point shot from the left wings for Collins. Make that Ashby, rather. The shot is no good. Nielsen pulls down the rebound. Comes across the timeline. Deed up by Pouncey. Nielsen caught on the north side ISD logo. Finds Moat on the left wing to break the trap here near half court. Moat signaling. Gives it over to Mankel. Mankel over to Preston Clark. Clark over to Nielsen. Angst right there with Nielsen as K.J. Adams gets the basketball from Blake. Now trying to drive in. Here comes the double team. He hangs in the air and buries the shot. Lots of contact, but no call as K.J. Adams adds another field goal here. And the lead back up to seven. It's a 4-0 run here for Westlake. 49-42 with 3.45 to play. Now a wild shot for Justin Collins. Collins is looking for the contact, and the foul does not come. So the ball will go out of bounds, and Atascacita is going to take a 30-second timeout, and Collins can't believe that a foul was not called there, and I don't know if I necessarily disagree with his assessment of what happened there as far as contact going to the rim, but... We have seen that this officiating crew has allowed this team, both teams, to play very physical basketball. We've seen contact. We've seen guys go down on the ground. We've seen Blake Nielsen check himself for a bloody nose on that three-point shot that came from A.J. Angst on the right wing here a moment ago. 49-42 your score. K.J. Adams with 19 points in the ballgame. Moat with 13. Clark with 7. Mankel with five, Nielsen with two. 14 points for Hart, 12 points for Christian Ashby. And the big 
guy, the second leading scorer for Tascacita. One of the stories, no field goals made in this ballgame by Justin Collins. Inbound pass to full court press goes to Nielsen from Adams. Nielsen chased defensively here by Justin Collins. Across the timeline, behind the back dribble, giving it up to Ian Moat. Moat picked up his dribble near the timeline, and he is in trouble. Dumps it off here to Mankel. Mankel over to Adams. Deed up here by Hart. Adams now gives it up to Mankel. Back over to Nielsen. 3.15 to play in regulation. Nielsen gets it back over to Adams, who's deed up by Hart. Adams trying to back in. Can't do it. Now trying to cross over again. Nice no-look pass down low to Preston Clark. Clark goes up for the shot. That shot no good. A ton of contact. And this is last touch by Atascacita. Can't believe Preston Clark didn't get called. Didn't get the foul there, but... Nonetheless, Atascacita poked the ball out of bounds last, and it'll belong to Westlake. Moat looking to lob it up top to Preston Clark out front with three minutes straight up to play in regulation for a shot at a state championship. 49-42. to 42. The lead is seven for Westlake. It's been as high as 12. Moat with the basketball gets it over to K.J. Adams. Adams dribbling, drawing the double team. Gets it out to Nielsen. Nielsen with a head fake, drives into the lane. Dishes down low to the baseline to Preston Clark. Clark elevates through the double team and scores. Preston Clark with nine and a big-time bucket there as it gets the, point, gets the lead back up to nine points for Westlake with two and a half minutes to play. Collins dishes into the corner. Back over to Pouncey. Pouncey to Collins. Over to the right wing to Hart. Hart trying to cross up Nielsen. He stays right there with him. Gives up to Collins. Collins, the lefty, a three-point shot. They're not there, but Hart is with the putback. Hart beating everybody on the offensive board, and the putback is there. Seven-point advantage here for the Westlake Chaparrales. They lead 51-44. to Double team here, and they're going to call a traveling violation on Mankel despite the contact through the trap. Mankel picks up the turnover here on the traveling violation. Into the game is Caleb Stewart. 204 to play here in the state semifinal. Westlake trying to defeat Atascacita en route to its first ever berth to a state title game. Caleb Stewart drags Adams with him to the right wing. Back over to Collins. Collins with a bounce pass. Three-point in the corner. That one is up and no good for Collins. Moat gets the ball across the timeline from Nielsen. Back over to Nielsen. Nielsen now gives it over to Mankel. 140 to play. Moat trying to work around, looking for the reach-in opportunity here. The give-and-go from Mankel to Moat down to Preston Clark. Clark caught, but he puts up the shot no matter what through the defense there of Caleb Pouncey. No foul, but Preston Clark comes up with a big bucket there. 53-44, and now this one is a turnover as losing the ball out of bounds was Caleb Stewart. He came in hot down the right side of the lane, went up for the shot. The shot was rejected but he actually had an opportunity to make a last-second effort for the ball and touched it out of bounds. So Westlake will have an opportunity here up nine points, 53-44 to 44 to try to ice this game with 120 to play. Adams gets it over to Clark. Clark goes baseline, hands it back to Adams. Adams hangs in the air, puts up the shot at point-blank range, and Adams connects. Hart across the timeline. The lead is 11. Now... K.J. Adams swats Hart's pass away, but he's able to get it back. He cross-court passes over to the left wing, and Blake Nielsen pokes it away out of bounds. 62 seconds remain in the ballgame. Westlake leads by 11, 55-44. 
Bounce pass back over to Christian Ashby. Long three-point shot from the top of the arc. That one is no good. Nielsen pulls down the rebound. They're looking to reach in foul. They're playing a version of keep away as Moak gets the ball across the timeline. Now back over to Nielsen. Nielsen over to Mankel. Mankel trying to feed the rock down low in the corner to Preston Clark. But the foul is going to be called on Cameron Morrison. That is his third personal foul. Eight team fouls. So Mankel will go to the one and one. Mankel through the playoffs is an 84% free throw shooter. 71% through the regular season. And he will stride to the line here to try to add to the double-digit lead. First shot is up and good for Mankel. Mankel with six points in the ballgame. And the lead is 12, 56 to 44. Atascacita came in with a record of 24 and 2. There are only two losses in district play as Mankel adds the second free throw. Checking into the ballgame now is... Matt Hines, senior guard here, getting his opportunity to play. We're also going to see Terrell Randolph check in along with David Martinez. Connor Miller has also checked into the ballgame. So Miller along with Martinez, Christian Ashby, and Randolph in the ballgame. And uh, we see Davion Randall in the ballgame is now as well. So a little bit of a line change here for Atascacita. David Martinez will bring the basketball up here with the left-hand dribble. Matt Hines, good ball movement here, but that ball into the post stolen by Preston Clark. Clark over to Moat with 30 seconds left and a 13-point advantage, 57-44 to for Westlake. Martinez trying to stay in front of Moat. Moat will back it out. K.J. Adams trying to dribble around Randolph. 13 seconds left, and right now it doesn't look like Atascacita is going to do much fouling to stop this. Eight seconds away from a state title game. K.J. Adams with five seconds. He's going to dribble it, and he's going to hold it for the rest of the way. And K.J. Adams will let the time expire. And for the first time in program history, Westlake is headed to the state championship game. Westlake had never been to the state tournament until the 2017-2018 team went to the state semifinal and lost against Allen. Three seasons later, they're back in the state semifinal, and Westlake this time is headed to the state championship game. They take on the winner of Richardson and Duncanville on Saturday night at 7 o'clock in the Alamo Dome. As we bring on a very relieved, a very happy Robert Lucero. Coach, you were the head man. As Crystal and Bo come over here, this is Coach's wife and, of course, his young son, Bo. Bo's actually every bit of the star his dad is. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> Bo's the best. As uh, we get a little family time here on the postgame show, as uh, we welcome back. It's very loud, but you should be able okay, to hear me you. now, Coach Lucero, as our public address announcer with all the fans here. Coach. You were the head man when Westlake punched its first ticket to the state's tournament. 
Final Four is a big deal no matter the program. But this team, you've talked about it all season long, through all of the COVID-19 protocols, through all of the ups and downs, through the struggles even in this playoff run, what does this mean to you to get a chance to play for the state championship? It, it means that the guys uh, stay together through adversity. And so uh, every game you have some adversity, every, everything teaches you, teaches you something different. And so throughout all of our games this year, uh, you learn something. So if you think back to like early games where we played against maybe uh, midway and we had a bunch of charges, well, then you learn that you got to hit two feet or, or you play against a team uh, that's going to spread you out. You have to learn how to clog it. And so all those little lessons you learn along the way uh, help you for this game. But you have, to, you have to be open to learn. And so this group's really open to learn from it. Um, and then, uh, you know, it, it, and it also goes back to, you know, all the years up to this point. Um, you know, these guys are the ones that have actually done it. But all those uh, uh, games and, and, and um, playoff runs prior uh, help you learn. Uh, so that way, as coaches, we can try to do our part to not let the guys down. Um, and so now they get a chance to go play for it all. Some scary moments in the second half where the league got down to three. No panic. And I think that's what we've talked about in football. We talked about no panic. Yeah. Your team actually really started to clamp down. Yeah. And from my vantage point, and I think everybody here in the gym, this was an incredibly physical basketball yeah, game. Yeah. And I think a lot of things were let go. How did your team respond when they got that the three-point deficit was there? And then you obviously answer well, and win by practice, double digits. Practice is like practice. You know, Coach P, Coach Will, uh, Coach Polanco are the, the two worst officials that they're ever going to play against, uh, <laughs> play for. And, and, but it gets you ready for the game because playoff, the, the refs are going to let you try to make a run to get back in the game. And so there's some physical screens. There's some fouls down here at the rim, whatever. It don't matter. Um, I, I'll tell you the funniest thing to me or the, my favorite part is there was a play. We took kind of a crazy shot. We called timeout and everybody's mad in the huddle. And then, but because they're so close, we could start giggling and laugh it off. And then when that happened, then whatever happens afterwards, you can have peace because you let that go and you're moving on to the next play. So I was really proud of how they reacted. You had a lot of great uh, opportunities to see Thank what Thank you, Coach. to see what you have uh, available to you when things get tough. Yeah. Preston Clark is one of those guys. Yeah. When you got into a situation where it's the final moments of the game and the ball movement was so important to stay away from the fouls and keep everybody off the free throw line to eliminate those possessions. That's one of the things that I thought about in the fourth quarter is Westlake's passing ability to play a little bit of keep away but then have those opportunities for Preston down low. Again, it's all about that unselfish play, yeah. which I think is... We, we try to lift them a little bit, uh, so that way they, that pressure that they, they have such good ball pressure, we try to lift them, and so that way P and Akari would be by themselves, and then it moves KJ around so that KJ can get downhill and try to and do what he does well, getting everybody involved and getting fouled and getting to the free throw line, so we just tried to lift them and move it around and uh, let the guy, you know, it's like it's not, a, it's not calls from the bench. It's the principal play that these guys uh, are willing to, to be unselfish and, and play as a group. I think uh, you look at your senior leadership as something that you mentioned previous teams. One guy that's been on previous teams for four years is Ian Moat. Yeah. And Ian Moat with a, a show-stopping performance and a guy that came in. If you were going to, stat-wise, if you were going to pick a guy that was struggling, it was Ian Moat, battling through injury, but obviously able to play defensively and able to do his job as the point guard. You talked about him at the end of the game in the region final, about how valuable the point guard is. Basically that coach on the floor. Yeah, but yeah. tonight he really rewarded with with some high-level shooting in the first half and really started that whole yeah, process. And we have a, a little quote on our uh, scouting report, uh, Bill Belichick quote, that says uh, stats are for losers, wins are for winners. And so whatever most stats were, 
when it's time to get down to it, he's gonna he's gonna help us win. Um, and some, you know, as as a kid when they're in high school, they don't understand like the value they bring. Um, you know, just by doing their job and getting everybody organized, or like you know, we had a lead like 10 points at halftime, and I don't even know how many points KJ had. But the reason we had that lead is because the attention that he was drawing. Uh, allowed everybody else, uh, you know, it's like we say, they put everybody in their place. Uh, so uh, it allows um, uh, KJ's, allows everybody else to, to play their game, and, and Mo does it at the point guard spot also. Final thought, let's talk about your coaches, because I think your staff is probably, uh, you look at a lot of opportunities to see how well you hire guys that work with you, yeah. and you've got some guys with Bo Wilkes, Garrett Gonzalez, John Polanco, and Tyler Blackshear. Mm -hmm. That, that really have bought into their roles. Talk about what they mean to you and this success they're, here going to the state uh, championship. They're, what, they're uh, like the definition of servant leadership because I get to come talk to you and they're going to talk to the newspaper and they're going to say that I led the team, blah, blah, blah. But when it really comes down to it, the it's like what KJ said the other day. The, the coaching staff and the team lifts everybody else up. And so, you know, John, uh, Coach P, he, he put a bunch of time in. Atascacita, if I go back and look at Huddle, he's probably on there for, you know, five hours getting film ready. And then, and then he teaches me so that way I can present and get ready for the game. And now we got a game coming up, whoever wins between Duncanville and Richardson. And uh, the other coaches have already started to break that down so that we can watch whoever wins tonight. And so, uh, you know, it's like it takes everybody – Every guy on the bench, every coach. Uh, coach Blackshear's been on the phone. Uh, I don't know how he does all that work. He gets the gym set up. He gets the ref, buses, blah, blah, blah. He's uh, getting a master's. He's doing football stuff. And, but, you know, he just gets it done. So I'm just really grateful that those guys are with us. Coach, for the first time in school history, Westlake is going to play for a state championship <laughs> in basketball. Yeah. Feels pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then when I watch the film with the team we're going to play, then it won't feel too good until we get to the game Saturday. So, <laughs> well, congratulations, you. Coach. Thank you. That's Coach Robert Lucero the first coach in Westlake basketball history to deliver a championship berth here. And uh, what a game it's been. What a run it's been. 57-44, to 44, your final score as Westlake wins its 30th win of the season. They are now 30-1 and one in 2020-2021. And on Saturday night at 7 o'clock, they'll have an opportunity to play for a state championship. We'll be right back after this timeout for some final statistical information and wrap it up here from Northside ISD Gym in Northwest San Antonio. I'm Joe Taylor, and this is Westlake Basketball. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters. And with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake owned and operated so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your Workout. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com.
We welcome you back to Northside ISD Stadium. Joe Taylor joining you live here for our Independence Title postgame show as uh, we have some good news for you, Westlake Nation. Westlake, for the first time in 52 years in school history, they're headed to the state championship game after a 57-44 state semifinal win over the Atascacita Eagles. As uh, we welcome you back here and looking at uh, some final statistical information here as Tom Hart the third, clearly uh, an effort here for the Atascacita Eagles, had six points in the first half and uh, wound up finishing with six points in the third quarter, four points in the fourth quarter. He finishes with 16 to lead the Atascacita Eagles on offense. And Christian Ashby rained down four threes, but it just was not enough as he finishes with 12 points. Cameron Morrison finishes with eight, Caleb Stewart with five, and A.J. Angst with a three. He had that one three in the fourth quarter. And for the Westlake Chaparrells, you, you often think that a very physical basketball game would uh, really just come down to how, how, much, how many points K.J. Adams could score from the post. Well, that's not necessarily the story of this game as we await some a little bit more pinpoint statistical information here. K.J. finishes the ball game with seven points in the first quarter, and it's important to know that he had 12 points at the end of the third quarter, and both of those uh, field goals came on and one opportunity. So he's actually fouled both times that he scored in the third quarter, made one and missed one. So he had five points in the quarter there. Comes into the fourth quarter with 12 points scored. He had an and one opportunity on a field goal, his first field goal in the fourth quarter. They gave him 15 points. Made two free throws, 17 points, and he finishes the ball game with 21 points to lead the Chaparrells. Ian Moat mentioned him in our postgame conversation with Robert Lucero. Only had a one bucket in the third quarter. Finishes with 13 points, but it was the 11 points that he scored in the first half on three three-pointers that really set the tone for the Westlake Chaparrells. In fact, he made the first shot of the game. He finishes with 11 points. Blake Nielsen, also a pivotal bucket when he had an opportunity, drove the baseline and able to come up with a dunk. It was uh, one of the first times we've ever seen Blake Nielsen get to throw down with two hands. Pretty impressive stuff there for Nielsen as he finishes with two points. And Preston Clark, the work that he was able to do at the very end of the ball game when they spaced him out. I talked about that with Robert Lucero and it was really just an opportunity to kind of free things up to, to really waste some time and eliminate some possessions for Atascacita. And with that, Clark able to take advantage of two fourth quarter buckets down low from the baseline, and he finishes with 11 points in the ballgame. This is the first time Preston Clark's been able to get into double digits in this playoff run. Nakari Igehan finishes with three points. So with that, it's Igehan with three, and Clark with 11 points, Nielsen with two points, Moat with 13 points, KJ with 21 points, and Cade Mankel uh, walks away with uh, some pretty impressive opportunities late in the ballgame. Got a, a bucket uh, on a baseline move in the third quarter and then answered both free throws as he has shot 84% from the free throw line. As Coach Polanco, you heard how valuable he is to Robert Lucero. Well, to me, he's incredibly valuable because he sends statistical information. We'll tell you how the, the teams did as far as uh, shooting percentage. And this is a testament to the Westlake defense here. 44 points were scored by the Atascacita Eagles. They made 17 of their 53 shots. They shot 32% from the field, made 11 of 27 shots inside the three-point line, good for 41%. Six of 26 threes, good for 23%. Made all four foul shots, just did not get to the line. Three offensive rebounds, 12 defensive rebounds, 15 boards as a team for Atascacita. You look at Westlake as they shot 
51% from the field on 21 of 41 shooting. They shot 16 of 29 inside the three-point line, 5 of 12 from beyond the arc, good for 42%. 10 of 14 at the foul line, that's good for 71%. They got seven offensive rebounds, 27 defensive rebounds, out-rebounded Atascacita 34 to 15. Folks, I know we mention it at the very beginning of every broadcast. Rebounds tell a story, and this time it tells the story again. 27 defensive rebounds, 34 total rebounds to just 15 rebounds for Atascacita. Once again, Westlake proving that uh, they are the superior team down in the post and defensively when it comes to extra chance points and defense. So with that, we say good night from San Antonio, only to be back here on Saturday night at 7 o'clock at the Alamo Dome. Westlake will take on the winner of Duncanville and Richardson. That's the matchup going on right now between the champion of Region 1 and the champion of Region 2. I'm Joe Taylor. Thanks so much for joining us on the Westlake Shap app. Again, the final score, Westlake takes care of Atascacita to punch their first-ever ticket to the state title game with a 57-44 win over the Eagles. Again, Westlake will move on to face the winner of Duncanville and Richardson in the state championship game, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. We'll be on the air from the Alamo Dome just ahead of 7 o'clock, and, of course, we'll have the tip-off for you at 7 p.m., as Westlake tries for the first time in school history to win a state title. I'm Joe Taylor, and this is Westlake Basketball. You've been listening to Westlake Basketball. Westlake Basketball is presented by Number 9 Productions and powered by the Westlake Chef Club. Westlake Basketball is brought to you by Independence Title, Plains Capital Bank, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto Group, CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, and presented by Austex, Fence and Death, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, Hendrick Auto Group, the Felger Insurance Agency, and brought to you by Austin Performance and Counseling Psychology, and Dr. Mike Johnson, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, Amogee Bank, Texas, Honey Ham, Steam Team, White Glove Storage and Delivery, at Creek Burger Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes.